0: That's trinityschool.org, Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life, transform the world. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos.
1: Do you still listen to music on cassette tapes? Do you still connect to the internet with dial-up? No? Then why are you still using a data warehouse? The data warehouse had a great run, but it's outdated. It wasn't built for 90% of today's data. It can't handle modern use cases like machine learning. It's time for a new paradigm. The Databricks Lakehouse brings all your data together on one open platform, so you can tackle every use case from BI to AI. Discover Lakehouse at Databricks.com. Every
2: week, I got a different show. It's a talk show for everybody. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversations talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities. CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their stories can offer direction and help you reach your goals through your planning and committed effort. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. It's time, as always, my guests. My next guest grew up in South Carolina's low country. hear me? My next guest, I'm just going to let everybody know. When you say low country, that's a different world down there. Good eating world down there. Good people world down there. My next guest grew up in South Carolina's low country. He's a well-renowned, world-renowned opera singer and the winner of both a Grammy Award and Tony Award for the cast recording of Poor Game Best by George Gershwin with the Houston Grand Opera. Everybody knows I'm from Houston, Texas. He is also a James Beard Award-winning chef and restaurateur. You have seen him as a judge on Top Chef, appeared on the Food Network on such shows as Recipe for Success and Throwdown with Bobby Flay and NBC's NBC's The Today Show. Here's a new cookbook out, Meals, Music, and Musics, Recipes from My African-American Kitchen by... F. American Kitchen. He is a James, Bo- James Beard Award winning chef and restaurateur. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations for the very first time. I'm going to call him a good friend because I like the way he talks and I like the way he eats. My man, Alexander Smalls.
3: <laughs> Hi there. Nice to be here. <laughs>
2: well, how you doing, my friend?
3: I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Well, you know, on my show, Money Making Conversation, we have our, we're have we going to talk about the book, but I would like to take people on the journey to how we got to this book, because you have a very interesting bio, which is incredible. You know, you come from the low country area of South Carolina. Can you give us a l- little bit of how you started in life and how you arrived at this point?
3: Well, you know, I was very, very fortunate uh, with uh, loved ones, uh, family and friends. Uh, surrounding me. And at an early age, I took to music. Uh, music uh, was how I expressed myself and how I uh, realized my own sort of artistic talent. Um, and then I discovered that those same instincts translated into the kitchen. And I would spend time with, uh, with my mother uh, right. My most favorite time was uh, preparation for Sunday dinner mm-hmm. on Saturday nights mm-hmm. into the Sunday morning. Right, right. And, uh, and uh, I had a, an uncle who was a chef and an aunt who was a classical pianist. Wow. And they, they shaped, uh, really, my education and my artistic expression. I could uh, go to their house and play the piano and get a cooking lesson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now, when did the singing lesson come in? When did that part come in?
3: Well, you know, as a as a young boy, I, I, oddly enough, I was fascinated by opera mm-hmm. and opera singers. And, uh, you know, some of us remember the Ed Sullivan show.
2: I, I remember uh, it. I remember When I read yes, your bio, I said, so, hey, me and him, we're in the same hunting ground. We're in the same hunting ground.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed Sullivan would have on opera singers Leontine Price, uh, Marion Anderson, mm-hmm. Van Clyburn, classical pianist, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, Joan Sutherland, all mm-hmm. these people. And, I was fascinated by it. My father had a fantastic uh, tenor voice, Mm. and I got a little of that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was in the mirror trying to reenact all these people I saw on television. Wow. Mm -hmm. And my uncle, who was a big opera buff, which was, you know, my uncle moved back to South Carolina. He was living in Harlem for years uh, to, when I was born, to be a part of raising, you know, what they thought would be, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, but... Mm. You know, I had other plans.
2: Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Love it, love it. You know, it's, it's really interesting because uh, in my life, you know, like I said, uh, it's similar in path. You know, I was, uh, right. I, I love musicals. I, I, I couldn't get enough of Doris Day growing up. You know, I just loved <laughs> it to death, you know. And of course, I was also, you know, when you saw a black person on Ed Sullivan, man, the, the neighborhood stopped, okay? Right. The neighborhood stopped. You remember when people used to say, a black person's on TV. Come on now, come on now, hurry up, hurry up, now. It was the, with the word "hurry up" because you know that set. Once that set was done, they were gone now, yeah. and you don't know when the next one's gonna come on. You know, we yeah, exactly. grew up in a world where on how
3: long they were gonna be on,
2: right? You know, we grew. You know, so, Alexander, we grew up when the when the TV went off. <laughs> you know, when well, the Star funny. Spangled Bagger came on, you right. knew it was time to go to bed. Oh baby, the TV. Yeah. oh baby, it's time to go to bed. The flag is on TV. Time to go right. to the well it weren't <laughs> but six channels. I mean, come on. <laughs> but that was a great life because creatively all we had to do, you know, was just think about what was being offered to you. And that's what that's a right. story. Like, you know, my in, in middle school, I was a first chair uh uh B flat clarinetist, clarinet player, and then I moved over to tenor saxophone and alto saxophone. And uh wow. and then in high school I, I walked away from it, and I just the one I just discovered is thing. But you kept your crab moving along, and I, that's why I, I say that. that's a that's a blessing because of the fact that we are here today to talk about all the the the, the, the talent that you and all the experiences. Like you say, you travel worldwide. Talk about uh, in, in developing these various. This is not your first cookbook, and all these various this restaurants. This is the third one. This is the third one because you just won a, a 2019 James Beard Award, correct for your right. last that was book from
3: between Harlem and Heaven. Yes. And it was a celebration, celebration of the food of the African diaspora on five continents.
2: Now, now, with that being said, uh, would you call yourself a foodie or a person who just enjoys food, you know, which is a difference well, now? Well, you
3: know, okay, I'm going to have to be honest. I'm I'm not sure what a foodie is. You know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I ne- and I have so many banners to wear. Right, right, uh, right. What, what I am is, um, and it's changed over the years because you know, basically, I started out being maybe what you call a foodie. Right. Uh, and then I became a creative actor. There you go. And became a chef mm-hmm. and restaurateur. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had five restaurants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then uh, then uh, I, I started to interpret or use food to interpret heritage and legacy. Right. And where we came from and our contribution. So, you know, I'd have to say to you that at this point in my life, I'm a culinary activist.
2: There you go. There you go.
3: That's where I've graduated to.
2: <laughs> and that, and that's, that's important because, like I said, you know, this book we're going to get into is, a, you know, the book we're talking about and why he called the show is Meals, Music, and Muses, Recipes from My African-American Kitchen. Now, let's go back to a little bit about uh, why why that title for this particular book, Cause like I said, in 2019, you won a James Beard Award for your previous cookbook. Right. Then this book. Well, so this is like back to back now. OK.
3: Yeah. yeah OK. Because, you know, I, I want this one to win some titles, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to tell you Jay. I'm going to tell you something, Alexander. This may win it. This, this is a very man, good book. This well, is a very I'll just good die book
3: alone. I mean, this is a gorgeous book. If yes. I say so
2: myself. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about who wrote the book with you. I, I, it was Veronica Chambers, and I want to just now, bring a
3: major powerhouse.
2: I, I want to just absolutely. bring. I'll be remiss if I don't let everybody know that she was involved in this book, and she was she um, was also and, a recipient and
3: involved in Between Harlem and Heaven, my previous Abs- book. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. This, this person here, you know, if you don't know her history as a writer, you know, you know, she's a she's an amazing person, and they call her a, 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 just, a, just a, a person who just writes and has the skill level to cross over, that, that has written books with uh, Beyonce and so many other people out there. Now, she did a previous book with you, correct?
3: Yes, yeah, Between Harlem and Heaven. Okay, cool. And what I would say to you about Veronica Chambers is mm-hmm. that she has the ability to be a non-intrusive writer. Right. Mm-hmm. She has the ability to keep your voice intact. Right. And your writing's intact. Which is important. Um, and she 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 cradles it, and she uh, she sort of weaves uh, 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 an ambiance or landscape around your words right. that, that take you, and then she pushes you, right. and then she helps you see uh, how in places to expand the narrative and to be more inclusive, I mean, she is a, a brilliant soul herself, and it's been a pleasure to do these two books with her.
2: Congratulations again on that because of the fact that you won a James Beard award for that Harlem in heaven book. That she did with you, and then she's worked with Michael Strahan on his book, Robin Roberts on her book, Beyonce. It's so many uh, Cecilia Cruz on her book. It's so many. Yes. It's so many. It's, it, it's it's a great history of. Uh, if you if you Google her name, do it because of the fact that the culture that she brings in her writing style to to the African American culture. I think it's really important because we need writers like that. To, it's to,
3: very important. It's very. And you important. know what I would also say is. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, writing these books, creating any kind of work of excellence, you need a good recipe. Yes, yes, And along with a good recipe, you need excellent ingredients. And that's what uh, I feel I had on this book. I mean, you know, I had some extraordinary... Uh, people, uh, part of my team uh, to uh, and Veronica who headed that yes, to, to make sure that it came to life in this brilliant way.
2: Okay, cool. I'm talking to uh, Alexander Smalls. His book, Meals, Music, and Muses. Recipes from my African American Kitchen. Okay, more than 75 Creole and Low Country recipes are in this book. Now, <laughs> this book is an interesting book because it, it has that musical flavor in it, you know, and I, what I did was I went to each chapter. And I started, you know, because I, I don't want to give away the entire book, but I did select some some of my favorites from each chapter because the pages are bent. Nice. They're folded, okay? So we, mm-hmm. we, we're we going to go to the first chapter, which is a starters chapter, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to try to make this this weekend. Carolina bourbon uh-huh. barbecue shrimp and okra skewers.
3: Yes. You're in for a treat, my friend. And interestingly enough, in this chapter— which is called jazz. Jazz. Um, the, the 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 that recipe is not only a wonderful starter, yes. but it's also a nice entree.
2: Yes, it is, and that's why I was kind of confused when I saw them. starters. <laughs> I went, "This feels like a meal," but nothing negative when I say that. But it was like in the, in the pictures of the picture of it is fantastic. By the way, like you said earlier, the photographs in the book, and the storytelling of the artists that you're featuring is to, to, to sell each chapter was really elegant it's really is like a you know it's, if it was not a recipe book, Alexander, you could actually put this on your table and just, yes you know what Well, saying? i do mm-hmm.
3: i mean you know that's the that the whole idea is that you should be able to eat with your eyes uh and 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 your senses as you read these recipes. I always tell people a recipe. Uh, is essentially a way to get to a destination. Right. A recipe is a guide. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know that you are cooking when all of a sudden you're making my dish and something says to you, I need a little cinnamon in that.
2: Right. I need right. a little
3: cayenne in that. Right. I, I, you know, uh, or a little pinch of cumin. I know it's not here, but that's when you really start to live a recipe and bring it to life.
2: Well, you know, the thing about your book, this is what I always tell people, because, you know, I've been interviewing people, uh, book and cast shows. You know, Steve Harvey was one of my talents, and I did his talk show. We did Morning Drive for 16 years together, and and uh, on my show, I've been doing it since 2017. So I've gotten to read a lot of cookbooks, Alexander. So it has allowed me to understand what's a good book and what's a book that, okay, I don't know what they're doing over there, but they just need to stop calling it a cookbook. <laughs> Or uh, recipe book, whatever name they want to give. This is outstanding. This book is outstanding. I'm going to tell you why because listen to this quick recipe I'm going to give everybody before we go to break. The Carolina Bourbon Barbecue Shrimp and os- or- Okra Skewers. This is quick right here. Six wooden skewers, 12 medium okra, 18 large shrimp, vegetable oil, salt and pepper, two cups of Carolina barbecue sauce, and you tell everybody how to make it. Now, if that's not going to run you out of the kitchen, that that's going to keep you in the kitchen. And that's what a lot of recipe books do. They run you out because you go, I can't do that. That's too hard because they, the measurements get they get caught up in the measurements and the accuracy. This feels like I'm in the kitchen with my mom, you know, because if you go in the kitchen right. with your mom, it, there are no such things as measuring cups. It will confuse right. you because if it is a measuring cup, you can't even read the numbers on the side anymore. Okay. So she knows what right. a quarter is, a half, a third, and all that stuff. Uh if you if you don't know, if you don't believe her, work with her. That's why it's hard right. to get recipes from elders because they oh, just absolutely. cook it. They just bake it. And we in there trying to go, how much is that? Is that a is that a pinch? Is that a pinch means that's an eighth? Just grab some stuff and put in there, boy. on about my business. That's what I felt your book was. I felt your book was like, yeah. "You was just go get out of my way, y'all. you just messing up my kitchen. I just see allergens coming to the kitchen. Well, y'all just get out? Just get out of the kitchen. I got this. I don't need I don't no measuring spoon." To be an
3: intimidating moment for you, you know. I, I, the recipes are meant to be used. Yes, it's not just a a book that you look at the nice pictures and go, "Oh, how nice." Oh, yes. I wish I, I, I could make that. No, you can make it. Yes, and yes. And this is what we've created here.
2: Wow, and you created something special. We're going to be right back with my man. I, I, I hope you're enjoying this because I'm enjoying it because we're about to get into some more recipes and go through each chapter a little bit. Just to give you a journey because each chapter has a story to tell as to why he's doing it and how he's selling it. Also, more importantly, he has a spiritual chapter and he has a gospel chapter. And I want to know the difference between the two. We'll be right back with more Money-Making Conversations. And my guest, Dane Beard, awardee, Grammy awardee, Tony Award awardee, Alexander Smalls.
1: Money-Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. And follow Money-Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action.
2: Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. My guest is a 2019 recipient of a James Beard Award for his cookbook, Between Harlan and Heaven. He was recently uh, bestowed the Creative Spirit Award from the black alumni of Pratt by the infamous Cicely Tyson. On the show today, here's a new book out. And I'm really excited about this book to share with my audience because, you know, everybody knows how I love food. Uh, My birthday is tomorrow, so everybody knows I will be eating up a storm, desserts left and right, and I'll be posting it all on my social media. This book right here, I want to post on my social media. It's called Meals, Music, and Muses, Recipes from My African-American Kitchen. This man is from the low country of South Carolina. His name is Alexander Smalls. Now, when I keep saying low country, would you explain to everybody what I'm talking about when I say low country, Alexander
3: Low country is below sea level. Low country is the southern <laughs> part of South Carolina, uh, the Outer Banks, um, uh, Outer Banks of Georgia. So you you down there in Skeetch Island? There you Dollar go.
2: Island. There you go. And I mean, good food, good people down there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, it's a it's a lot of water down there, so mosquitoes will kill you. I'm just going down. Right. There. You need to go down there, brother. If you got problems with mosquitoes, you don't want to go down the Charleston low country area. I'm just just going to let you know about that <laughs> no, right you now. <laughs> you, you know.
3: Especially when the heat is up. Oh, you
2: know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And so 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 when I when I when I go through this book and I start reading these various chapters, let's talk about why you named each chapter the way you named it before we get into other recipes there, Alexander.
3: Well, that's 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 a brilliant question, my friend. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's really about Uh, my life through the lens of musical disciplines, Mm -hmm. you know, and and certainly coming from a Southern family. uh, My mother was Episcopalian, but my father was Baptist. Right. So, you know, Baptist won out. Yes, sir. And, you know, (laughs) while mother was not, uh, she would kind of roll her eyes when the folks started shouting and carrying on. Um, (laughs) She was respectful. Right, right, right. It wasn't her thing.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: Oh, no. So, you know, in the South, I mean, you're there with the richness of, of music. And, and African-American music was foundational. Um, I was the odd kid who was singing classical music and reciting Shakespeare. Uh, and folks were like, <laughs> where, where did that boy come from? You know, but, yes, but, it, you know, it, it, it was part of my life. So at, at this season in my life, I like to say, mm-hmm. I now have a view of life. Um, You know, I have had uh, several careers, pursued several interests and passions. I've been very fortunate to indulge all of my passions and joys and still doing so. But what really shaped my life was food and music. Absolutely. And so how could I bring those two things together in a way that um, essentially shares uh, with the world who I am and what is important to me, at the same time, share my gifts and, and uh, give them a little grace.
1: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones.
0: OTTER.AI. You know, no.
2: it, it's really special that you're saying it that way because when I think about, you know, let's talk about the African American community, you know, music and food, you know, backyard. You know, yes. you know. Whenever the food, what, what happens when the food's really good? We start humming. Mm, 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 we mm,
3: sing. Mm. No, no, no. We, we sing. when we're making it. Come on we now. Sing when we're eating it. Come on now. I mean, this is just what we do. <laughs> Alexander. And told then you. we dance. Oh, the come on now. We can be sitting down. Yeah, come, come on and now. And our legs start moving,
2: carrying on. Oh, it's a mess. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, backing up. You don't know, talking, about, Alexander. All this is good. Yeah. <laughs> backing up and then coming forward. Oh, just come uh, on, No, uh, you know this is why they used to say, "Don't
3: sing it at the table." Right, My mother right, was a stickler. Right, stop uh, that singing, boy! Don't sing it at the table. Mm-hmm. Couldn't help it, <laughs> you know. You've been into one of those buttermilk biscuits, or 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 uh, some fried chicken. You no, know, stop right
2: there! Stop right there! Stop right there! Stop right there. And stop right there, Alexander! <laughs> fried! I, I looked at that picture of fried that fried chicken in the book here, because see, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something, man. <laughs> I, I love fried chicken. Never have done it right. Never have done it right. But I saw that. Well, dish. this recipe, i will get it I'm to you. you I'm right. tell you something because you got buttermilk in there. I saw that. See? I saw buttermilk. What in Yeah. Woo. <laughs> oh, okay. See, that was my favorite chapter. Let me, let me go down to it right here because I had because you know like I told you, I went through various through your whole book and I went to one chapter. This one chapter, the divas chapter. That's opening oh, yes. night dishes, meat and chicken. That chapter, I pulled about <laughs> six recipes from that chapter alone there. I'm, well, that'll set you right. Okay, now, I started with the Southern Fried Chicken. That's on page 131. See, I'm ready for you, man. What you ain't going to do is go <laughs> on my show and act like I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the one, you man. You got it. That's the one with a picture. The chicken looks just like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Look at that, that, that. Look at that <laughs> right there. You know, the, that looks like that original, original recipe. I'm telling you right there. I'm so mad looking at this chicken right here. Because it looks it so
3: beautiful!
2: Oh my goodness! I, I'm showing my producer. Yeah. Come on! I'm sure he, he 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 thought I was lying, but I had to show him the picture of that. That right, that southern fried chicken. Now I got me a master built, you know, uh, 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 deep fryer. So I already got that. And you said, Rashawn, this what I'm, I'm I'm acting like you're talking to me right now with your book, your Okay. You know, two two, uh, three pound chicken, two uh uh of chicken, cut in small eight pieces, two cups of buttermilk. That right there. I think that's the key right there. There's two cups mm. of buttermilk. And you said one tablespoon of garlic powder, one tablespoon of onion powder, one tablespoon of cayenne pepper. That's key right there. And then you come yeah. back with the sweet paprika. And then you yeah, got to have that. Smoky, you, you, know? Know you know what I'm saying? Then you got to come up with that salt and pepper. Got to have that salt and pepper right up in there. Mm-hmm. Then you came over with the peanut oil. Like I said, I'm good because I got the master bill deep fryer. I already got the peanut yes. oil in there. Now, here's the, here's the question I got to ask you. When do you know that the chicken's done? <laughs> you know, does it does it float to the top or do? How do you, that's the only one. That's the only thing making me nervous right now, Alexander. Walk me through that last stage. Um, I got it in there. You said eight to ten minutes. Turn the pieces carefully and fry until golden brown. Usually, usually take five to six minutes. Woo! Because, you know, I can't I can't bite in no chicken. is not always done. So let's just right. follow these rules. But,
3: you know, the secret is to make sure that your oil is at the right temperature. Yes, and, yes. And seeing how you have that fancy uh, deep fryer. There you, you go. can set the temperature. There. Because oh. th- that's the key. I mean, you know, you can tell people what to do. Yes, but if sir. they don't get that temperature right, it's going to be a mess. Uh,
2: that's okay? right. That's right. That's right. If
3: it's too high, the, ch- the, the chicken will brown too fast. You know, and if it's too low, it's going to be full of uh, soggy oil. So you got to get that right. And then the instructions here will just move you right through it, my man. You'll be fine.
2: You know what I like about Alexander? He know know I got the vibe going with him. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He know I'm on point. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. In this book, you had a recipe for something I have not eaten since I was a teenager. Okay? Pan-fried rabbit. Come on now.
3: Uh, Tastes just like you. chicken. Come
2: on now, <laughs> you know,
3: you know, you gotta have some rabbits. I mean, you know, see my 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 father and the and the men of uh, his brothers and. Uh-huh. My grandfather, they were hunters. Right, right. You know, they had guns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I saw the rabbit, and then you follow that up with the venison, the marinated the venison, venison, venison roast. Absolutely. I, I have never, Absolutely. ever even thought of eating something with a roast of venison. Man. Oh, it's so good. I'm Man, just... it's so good. But listen, and, and it, it,
3: it's, uh, it doesn't have a lot of fat. So right. It's very lean right. and full of protein. And you know, I mean, the the only way you mess it up is you cook it too long cuz it doesn't have that that fat
1: yes running
3: through it yes. in that way. So you have to really make sure that you and it's it's best that when it's medium right. as opposed to well done, you know. I mean, I, it it shocks me that people go out here and spend all this money on steak. And yes. they killed the thing again. Absolutely. And, and,
2: <laughs> no. and, I, and, and I had to. I had to learn that too because I was killing a lot of steaks at one time in my life. I yeah, that.
3: man, you got to have a little pink. You're right. I mean, you I was know, a well-done king. they gonna kill you.
2: But I was <laughs> a well-done king. This, you know, I walked into one of these restaurants. And I said, I, "I can't. I can't let you do my meat like that, sir." All right. I, yeah, right. I, he said, "You just why are you why are you eating eating it?" I said, "You gotta no." But have wait a, a
3: minute. Now, now the uh, uh, the one thing you didn't mention, yes, sir, which is a Carolina. Uh, 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 Specialty—we uh, uh, are known for this item, and that's the quail.
2: Oh, well, I'm not trying to give away everything. Uh, I'm just going uh, see, 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 see. All I'm just telling you is that this book is great. I'm just this is Ruchon and Alexander just having a conversation. how I picked some, right. some i mean, some home runs out of this book, and there's yes still grand slams yes left in this book. Okay, now the interesting thing about it is that when you say quail, you say rabbit, you say venison. I I have not received a cookbook that had that in it. And then you did. Yeah, especially a contemporary one. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then here's the thing that I love to death. The bourbon praline candied baked ham. Baby, listen. Now I left that ham. <laughs> this is
3: a very famous ham, I have to tell you. Um uh when I years ago when I first started my career, before my first restaurant, yes, sir. Uh, the New York Times did a special on me entertaining uh, at my house in the country. Uh, we're talking over 25 years ago. Right. And the centerpiece of this article in the New York Times uh, uh, magazine mm-hmm. was that bourbon praline ham. Mm-hmm. Now, it's something I came up with and, and, and accompanied with a black IP and arugula salad. I needed, I needed a couple of stars because I want to make sure when you get the opportunity to do something as, uh, you know, uh, for the New York Times. Right. You need to make sure they remember you. Right. Right. So that bourbon praline ham that was coated, it, it looked like a candy apple ham. It, it and it, it, does. I mean? it, <laughs> it does. It just glazed that praline. And that became the signature piece. Brian Gumble used to uh, uh, um, <laughs> request that ham. Every time I do the Today Show, he wow. wanted that ham on that show. Yes. Then when he moved to see. CBS, the same thing, and, <laughs> uh, and, and it, it, it's a killer ham. You, my first cookbook, I made the mistake of leaving it out. Wow. Oh, you would have thought it was a revolution. <laughs> and I didn't do it on purpose. I, 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 I right, literally right, forgot to right, put the ham in there.
2: Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, like, like I told you, I read your book now. Like, as you can see, I'm, I'm pulling out some home runs out of here. Now, I'm going to yeah, tell you, say, this is the country boy and me. This is the country boy and me. Okay, when Dude. I saw the braised oxtails with turnips oh, yeah. and okra. Yeah. you Because know, everybody do collard greens. Everybody do mustard greens. But turnips.
3: Turnips. Well, I will tell
2: you, as a child, I didn't
3: like collard greens. Mm. I only liked turnip greens. Mm. And I liked. And This is something, I don't know if you know what poke salad is.
2: Do you know what poke salad is? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Mm-mm.
3: Poke salad is like, like a collard green or, turn, uh, or, or turnip green that grows wild. Right. And it's, it's a wild green that we eat in the South.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
3: my mother would mix uh, uh, the turnip greens with the poke uh, salad. Right. Um, right. And, and then roast the turnips and lay them on top of the turnip greens. My favorite. So I didn't start eating collard greens, really, until I was an adult. Right, right. And so I wanted to bring back that experience of the turnip greens and the oxtails and okra. Now, uh, in all my travels uh, throughout, uh, uh, well, the world, including South America, I ended up in Brazil. Uh, at a luncheon at uh, a dear friend and what does this housekeeper cook make for us? <laughs> Oxtails with with okra. Woo! And I'm like here we are yes, like sir. people all over the world yes, Where
2: You know who we are by yes, what sir. we eat. Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir. And that's yeah. beautiful. Okay now you know we've talked about all this good food then I go to the jukebox music chapter that's your bread <laughs> biscuits and muffins because see i to tell you something my wife gets on my nerve because you know I, I tell her I'm gonna die. I still eat cornbread. I still eat my. I, I eat my bread now. I'm gonna I'm a bread. I'm gonna go to the grave eating bread. I'm gonna eat especially cornbread. Right. I'm going to. I'm just, here come my. Here come your magic elixir again. Buttermilk. See, is, this man know what to do with buttermilk. See, and it's oh, yeah. it making me so mad because buttermilk is hard to find in the grocery store. They got a little well, bit. But it is, isn't it? It's it makes me mad because I use buttermilk. See, I'm gonna tell you how country I am i give me a glass of buttermilk, put sugar in that bad boy, and i crumble me up some cornbread in there, and I'm yeah, you set. You I'm catch set. Catch uh, yeah, Alexander, I'm set, brother. <laughs> I am <Maybe>. set.
3: <laughs> we, we used to call that the poor man's dessert. Go on, out, okay?
2: go on out, Alexander. I am I set, brother. Friends.
3: Listen, I know who you are. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had friends. My my aunt, who used to teach me classical piano, uh-huh. she liked... She would burn the, uh, the cornbread, the, the day-old old cornbread, slide in the toaster, to put a burnt on it, crumble up in a bowl, pull out the buttermilk and the sugar, just like you said.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Feeling yes, good. Yes. Feel, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Here, here's, the, here's the deal about it. If you come to my house right now, Alexander, <laughs> I will have some buttermilk in there, and I'll make you feel at home. Because I crumble me <laughs> up some butter. I said, brother, you want you want you want some cornbread and buttermilk? And you're gonna say yes, and we'll sit yes, up there indeed. in front of that fireplace, talk some stories, and I'll be right. eating with my little brother. That's what I be doing with That's you, fair. brother. Be eating with my little brother. But I want to go back because I, I jumped so far because I wanted to go back to the spiritual chapter, which is rice and okay. pasta and grits. right? And then the gospel, which is the field greens and green things. The reason I wanted to go back there because one is called spiritual. And one is called gospel. And I wanted to, before I asked that question earlier, and I want to make sure before we end end this interview, what is the difference between spiritual and gospel? Well, okay,
3: so spiritual. Spiritual is your grains. Spiritual is that foundation food. Mm -hmm. You know, where I'm from, rice is king. If if my mother put down a a meal and decided, well, she was going to do potatoes to do something different, my father would get up from the table until she had made the rice, and then he'd come back. <laughs> I don't care how hungry he was. This man had to have rice every day, twice a day. Yeah. Now he could eat it three times a day. Yeah. Uh, but he would trade in the the breakfast uh, rice for grit. There you go. So these are our these are our spiritual grains. Mm-hmm. You know, this is and and this is also what we pass on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grains are uh, are the, uh, the wheat. These are very important things to who we are in our diet. Mm -hmm. So I made them spiritual. Okay. Yes,
2: yes, 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 yes. yes.
3: Now the gospel is the garden. I Mm. spent a lot of time. My grandfather, who was the, they referred to as a city farmer, because once we moved the family from South, from Charleston, South Carolina to Spartanburg, um, he then made himself a garden in his backyard. That was about a, a, a half an acre. Right. And, in that garden is where so much of my greening, uh, my maturity, those talks with grandpa, right. I would work in a garden with him. We would grow stuff. Right. This is the gospel, you know. Right. I mean, because what you have to understand about uh, uh, black folks mm-hmm. who uh, who come from a legacy and a heritage of enslaved um, uh, and slavery, uh, you know— um, uh, they were very spiritual, because mm-hmm. coming from Africa, there was a lot of ritual, which mm-hmm. got translated into uh, um, uh, um, Christianity. But the practice was still the same. I mean, when, when, you, when you had to, to plant in the garden, right. you had a prayer. You know, it was sacred. Before you killed that animal for, for, um, to feed your family, and that was the only reason to kill an animal. There was a prayer. Right. So this is the gospel of mm-hmm. who we are.
2: Right. Awesome. That is that is beautiful, Staley. And I, on the spiritual. See, I, <laughs> I, I I fell in love with the Carolina Hopping Johns.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: And so you know, because you yeah. know Hopping Johns, you can't buy it in the restaurant. You can't get it. it's a restaurant. I was, when I was living in Chicago doing the Steve Harvey talk show, there was a restaurant right across the street from Oprah Winfrey's old studio. That on this it, on this menu it had Hopping Johns, and I used to get it all the time. So when I saw this in your book, I said, rice and peas, I got to pull this out. And then when I went to the gospel, which is the field greens and green things chapter, you don't know how much I love sweet pickles. Sweet uh, pickles is the pickle for me. And you got a sweet yeah. pickle potato salad. Yeah.
3: Oh, wait, Absolutely. Got to be sweet, you know. These Northerners—they be putting dill pickles in the potato salad. I, I, I can't stand it, you know. I can't. I'm gonna tell you something. We, you, we I, gotta have sweet pickle I, relish. I'm or gonna tell you Bread
2: that. and butter pickles. I'm, I'm. I'm talking to my man Alexander Small. His book is Mills, Music, and Muse: Recipes from my African American, from my African American kitchen. See, I knew I was in love with Alexander Small because he said one key thing in this conversation when he was talking about his dad. He said he'd have grits. He'd have rice three times a day, but he would trade out the rice. For grits, mm. I said, my man, right there, because bro, I'ma just tell you something, Mr. Smalls. I am a grit man. Yes. I yes. love me, Because I'm telling you something. Everybody needs to understand this. Everybody can't make grits. No.
3: This some people well, right again. No, it starts with a good product. There you everybody go. doesn't know what good grits are. Come on. And they're so busy buying, you know this. Service grits and cooking oh. in the microwave. Oh, my God. these are grits, people. Oh, oh, when you go to these restaurants, they're not serving you grits. They're serving you imitation dust.
2: There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now I'm gonna close it out with the serenades chapter. That's the cake pies and pudding because you Uh-oh. know I'm a dessert guy. I'm a dessert guy. So everybody okay. know I gotta I gotta let everybody know because I'm gonna tell you how I am, Alexander. I and mean, we are gonna meet together. We gonna we gonna definitely connect over because I can tell our That's relationship cool. our energies right. I always when we sit down and eat. Any restaurant, I'm going to always order my dessert first. I'm going to just let you know so you won't be shocked. <laughs> oh, I know people like you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 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 So you're going to go, oh, yeah, Rashad told me he was going to do this. Go, you know, he told right. me. So you won't be shocked. You won't be looking at me like I'm crazy. i for the dessert menu first. I, go, I know people like you, okay? Dude, do, and, and, and then people turn around and me, he can't gain no weight either. He makes me sick. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I'm going to eat my dessert. And then because people all get stunned, they go, uh, do you want a meal? You want the menu? Yes, sir. I want that too. I just want my dessert first. So there were two desserts that popped out. One was a classic, that I looked at because I, I, I you're adding something a little bit different in your sweet potato pie. I think I'm gonna add in mine because mine is good, Alexander. But I can tell it's not like my mom's. And I mm. and I looked at your recipe. I go, he's adding some. I, and so I, I I'm gonna try your recipe, and I think it's gonna be the magic one because everything else in that book. And just hearing your personality, I think you' are gonna bring me on home with the right <laughs> sweet potato pie. And then 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 you had the ice box lemon pie, brother. Oh yeah, ice box. You, you know it's it, 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 it's one of, it's one of the things. You know you know when you're standing next to people and you're eating some good, you just push them on the shoulder. Get out of right. here! You 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 you're so stupid. You make me sick. So I'll, be, you can, you know, I'll be saying every negative thing to you, Alexander, when it's all love. You make me sick. You're a fool. I know, right? You stupid. This is ridiculous. Well, that's what that icebox
3: pie will do for you,
2: okay?
3: When I was a kid, it was one of the first pies I learned to make. And, and, my, and I would make two, one for the family and one for me. And that was my thing. I would make those like, and and interestingly enough, my mother let me eat as much as I wanted to. Yes, sir. Because she knew that that would be that lemon revenge.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: You eat too much of that, it's coming back to this you <laughs> in the most interesting way, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so 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 stop it two pieces at a time, okay?
2: <laughs> this is a, this is an amazing book, my friend. I hope you enjoy the interview. Meals, music and right. music, recipes from my African American kitchen by the brilliant. Alexandra Small and the equally brilliant Veronica Chambers. Twenty nineteen you won a James Beards Award for your cookbook. I'm sure you're in the running again in twenty twenty, my friend. I wanna thank you. I'm gonna support this on my social media. Where can they buy the book right now before we leave the airways?
3: Uh it is everywhere. I mean Amazon is featuring it. Um uh but also your local uh, local check with your local bookstores. Yes, we yes, have sir. to keep them alive.
2: Absolutely, and, absolutely
3: and see what they have and but uh, absolutely, you can find it in all the, the, the normal places.
2: I'm going to tell my team to make sure they get some uh, social media banners so I can uh, run it. I got like a million social media followers, so I'm going to support you, my friend. Oh. I love uh, what well, you do
3: You got another one, too.
2: I'm there. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I agree. Again, uh, thank you for calling Money Making Conversations. This is Money Making Conversation. If you want to hear any episodes on my show, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.